Welcome aboard, everybody. TGIF, welcome to the show. You are, of course, a part of the show. It is Heading Back to the Window with Scott and Scott. I am your host, Scott Steen, lead handicapper at winnersandwiners.com. I'm your co-host, Scott Rochelle, senior handicapper over winnersandwiners.com. And together we do this every single day, well, at least Monday through Friday, as we navigate the murky waters of sports betting and do our best to light your way as we all attempt to head back to the window. So it's good to be here. Scott, how did your Thursday go? Uh, not too well. Happens, you know, can't win them all. But ended up having a loss in my play of the day. It doesn't help when you lose a total by about six points and both teams shoot below 32% from three. So a lot of opportunities there. Unfortunately, not enough of them went in, but picked up a loss there. Then I had a really interesting uh, parlay going on with Shea Gildas-Alexander, 25-plus points, and Oklahoma City money line. I think that was like plus 330, I think a little bit higher. And I had that parlayed with Jokic triple-double and Nuggets to win. And I believe that paid out at around 32-1. to And I hit everything, except the Nuggets were up by so much that Jokic got benched the entire fourth quarter with eight rebounds and seven assists. Brutal. Brutal. TL in the house is happy Friday. Right back at you, TL. JC Stone checking in. What's up, JC? We're, uh, yeah, we're going to do it to it, Scott. We uh, went a split on my premium picks. I had VMI plus one. They had a nice comeback that just couldn't, just couldn't hang on. Had a shot to tie it there with about three seconds left and missed the three-pointer and they were getting buried in that game. Impressive yep. for them for even making it close. Yep, had a nice had a nice comeback. Uh, had better luck in the Eastern Illinois under. Eastern Illinois kids, in case you don't know, it's the new Ooey Pooey. Uh, Thirteen and zero to the under this year, Scott. It was a nice easy win there over SIU Edwardsville. And I uh, my play of the day looked a little sketchy for a while. Had the uh, um. Had the Grizzly to, Grizzlies to cover. A lot of people that thought that was a trappy-looking line, and for about three quarters it was. But the Grizzlies, nice second-half comeback there and uh, got the uh, got the winner. Uh, shouting out to some of the folks in the comments section. Matthew Torrey, Brandon Kubas, Magellan Sports. Got crushed yesterday. Hey, brother, that's what today's for, man. It's a brand-new day. Brandon asking about UFC picks. Scott, you and I were talking about that right before the show started, about how they'd been off for three weeks. You'd been jonesing a little bit, but now you're... Uh, now they're back, and I know you're going to do a UFC video here later this weekend, right? Uh, yes, I should be making a UFC video tonight. I know people are hoping for the NFL breakdowns, which we ended up doing on the show yesterday for NFL show. But when UFC is on, you know what I'm going to talk about. So expect the UFC video later. I can tell it's UFC time again because there's words in the comment section that I don't understand what they are. Uh, he says, uh, Brandon Kubas, I look at this, I see... Love me some Chukigian and okay. Chikagian, but close enough. And uh, Chikadizi? That's probably not right. Oh, my little Chikadizi. Chikadzi. Of course. That, that, that's fine. Yeah, I love me some of those guys. Who doesn't? <laughs> Time I, to... uh, I, I haven't really gone through the entire card yet, but at first glance, I do like Chikagian by decision because most of her fights tend to go the distance and she is very solid. The Chikadzi fights the main event. I find the decision tough because I really don't know what to expect from Cater. Last time he was out, Holloway basically took his head off, and the corner should have stopped the fight. The ref should have arguably stopped the fight, but he ended up getting hit by the all-time record in strikes. So I am curious if Cater's durability is going to be severely weakened by that fight moving forward. 
So I'm not sure what to think about the decision for that fight, but I do agree about Chikagian. I do think if she's going to win, it's by decision. Okay, cool story, bro. Save it for the video. Somebody asked, what do you want from me? Somebody, nobody asked. They just told you what they thought. They didn't I am responding to That's for your fucking opinion. You read it out loud, so you asked for it. You Zach, chose to ignore it. Zach Vaughn says, another day of doubt from Reichel on his alumni. They get it done again. That's right. I'm all, every time. I was all, over, I was all over your alumni. Even even Davis didn't play well, and they still won. Davison at 25. Uh, I know Wall was very good. Uh, Bill McDonald checking in. He's on Davidson Monmouth, the Bulls, and the Grizzlies tonight. Uh, I like the Monmouth play. I was torn on that Davidson play. You like that, Scott? Uh, Davidson's on a pretty solid winning streak. They've been flying under the radar. I don't know if they're a sleeper team in the A-10, but I feel like nobody's talking about them. Yeah. They're a little bit too good to be a sleeper. You know what I mean? Yeah. Where most people are talking about VCU, and I feel like VCU's gotten a ton of of recognition earlier this season. But Davidson right now is 3-0, 13-2. You look at the actual performances. They've been smacking teams. Richmond is pretty good, 10-6. Uh, and six. They've been struggling a bit in conference play. But when you've won 12 in a row, and you're getting one point, I kind of have to back you, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I don't uh, – this Davidson team, man, uh, they, they're they, good. they burned me the other night, but they're they're going to be they're, – they're a good, solid team. It happens when you get a, a team that relies that much on shooting from distance. If, if, they, if they have a cold night, you're going to get screwed. But, yeah, I like them in that play. So uh, I think they're one of three mid-major teams that I think could actually make a Sweet 16 run right now. Of course, they got a couple of random ones, teams that win their conference, championship, whatever. But I think Davidson's really good. I think San Francisco's really good. And Loyola Chicago, shocker, once again, really good. Uh, somebody was asking about uh, Sienna. It's my favorite color. Underrated crayon is Sienna. That is true. I don't know, bud. Uh, that was brown, right? Sienna? Yeah, for the for the crayon? Yeah. Yeah, pretty yeah. much. Let's go. I still remember my Crayolas. Let's you like, go. You like Sarah you like Sienna catching four and a half from Maris tonight? Uh it's it's always tough in the Mac. Is that how you pronounce that? The Mac? The, ma, yeah, the Mac. <laughs> the Mac. Yeah, but I, Sienna is the better team in this spot. The issue is, do you think they're going to look awful on the road? And you're going through the results here. They've won each of the last three. They had four games canceled in a row because of COVID. They came back and they ended up winning against Fairfield by seven, which is a pretty solid win. Fairfield's not exactly an amazing team, but Fairfield is still eight and eight. So that's a decent performance there. Marist is a team that is usually awful. But they blend in with the rest of the conference. But they're seven and seven. Uh, they've kind of been alternating wins and losses for the last couple of weeks. Uh, I feel bad, like I have to like the plus four and a half, don't I? Bad team at home, Scott. They've they've pretty much screwed the pooch against everybody except Bethune Cookman. So. I feel like if you want to take a shot there with Sienna money line, I don't mind it. Uh -uh. Of course, the line looks trappy. But when you're having a team that's won three in a row against a team that's been underwhelming at home, the four and a half just seems like a gift. I'll take the four and a half. Yeah, J.C. Stone talked about that Colorado-Arizona game. Colorado looking really good for the cover. and There's absolutely one in the tank there at the end. So, Yep. Hey, let's take care of a little bit of house cleaning stuff. Again, uh, welcome to the show. Don't forget to like, hit that, hit, smash that, smash that thumb, you guys. Get that, get those likes up there. We appreciate it. Subscribe to the channel, of course. If you're downloading this in podcast form, which we're pretty much everywhere right now, um, name a podcast platform, we're on it. Of course... The bad news is we don't get a ton of views because we're only 
it's only relevant there for about three hours because we put it up right after we're done. And of course the games kick off three hours later. So uh, we don't get a ton of you. So we, any, any help there is fantastic. And of course, don't forget to listen to our, our, our burgeoning winners and winers sports betting network. That's the WSBN, the WWSBN to you and me, uh, not just our show, but just parlays with Jim Williams and Chris King every day, 1 30 PM Eastern to 12 30 PM central time. And of course, I want you guys to remember we're doing our cool thing over there at Caesars. We do have our regular uh, 1001 free play set up. It, in addition, they're doing a special thing with the Empire State. It's called the Empire State Royal Welcome. You basically get $300 in bonus cash just signing up. Plus, they will match your first deposit up to $3,000 with the promo code Whiners New. Whiners New. And don't forget, that's an, that's an H in whiners. It's not whiners. That's that's somebody that drinks a shit ton of wine. It is whiners. So. You could be both, but for this case, we're interested in the people that complain. You could be a whiny whiner. You could. That's yeah. exactly right. Uh, you a wine fan, Scott? Uh, every now and then. I can't say it's my favorite alcohol. Yeah. It's not efficient enough for me. Let's put it that way. But it's okay. You know, a, a nice wine can go a long way, but I'm more of a vodka guy, if I'm being honest. It's your favorite alcohol-free uh, yes, it is. It's okay. like the uh, Rocket Mortgage commercials. Uh, free, 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 free. <laughs> that's, nice. that's my favorite type of alcohol. Very nice. And of course, don't forget to uh, don't forget to like and subscribe today. If you don't, Rachel will never get his own place. Oh boy, <laughs> I'm going. You know, I'm going to. So you don't have to worry about it. Sometimes we work on these together, and then sometimes I just write one and surprise him with it. And see, the thing is, when <laughs> I can't think of one, then we end up just rolling it out. It's not like I'm I get insulted by anything. It's fine. Like That's... I couldn't come up with one. What were we supposed to do? Like there wasn't really much going on in sports today. You got your. So, new... I was expecting one breaking news story, something that made it obvious. We could have done David Culley coaching your team, I guess, but like, who cares? Right. Um, I'm sure half the people forgot he was even a coach in the league. You got your haircut? Yeah. That's pretty. When you get your, you get your haircut yesterday? I know we could have done. I actually got it this morning. Okay. We could have done, or Joe Judge will order pizzas to your place. Oh, there you go. Because we, we 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 missed it. It is what it is. We were going to talk about that. We talked about that for Donkey of the Day with Joe Judge having the you're fired party. We place. weren't sure what to what to actually classify it as, though, because on one hand. He's celebrating getting fired. On the other hand, I do kind of respect the idea of having a go-away thank-you party for all your assistant coaches because I'm sure a lot of them will – I wouldn't say a lot of them won't be assistant coaches ever again, but they were definitely, let's say, given a good opportunity and because potentially of the ineptitude of the coach, now they are out of a job. Right. So – I don't know what to think of that. What do you think? I, I kind of respect cool. it. In yeah, a way. that's cool. Zach Vaughn wants to know if you live with your parents or with As your of friends. right now, <laughs> I still alternate because of the COVID outbreak. So I had some moving plans. They got delayed. It's a long story. It's not that long of a story. It actually is. No, because I was actually in line to move to a place in Brooklyn. But then it ended up just not working out uh-huh. because of COVID and all. The best part is because Rachel's parents are no longer together. So he, he he splits weekends between his parents. Well, that's that's based on personal choice. So you know, uh, who's I don't have to. It's, but I, I choose to. You think your parents are like fuck? Who's got him this week? I ain't taking him this weekend. No, actually, no, no, no. That's the thing is that since I'm an only child, I was actually never like a pain in the ass. Believe it or not, no, I was never a pain in the ass. The tennis uh, stuff happened after, so we the, the agreement was already in place. 
But no, Did overall, you- just switching off. That's why sometimes I look like it looks like I'm in witness protection. It's because I have the backdrop in one. I don't have it in the other. So there you go. The shed. You got your shed at the dad at the your shed, dad's place. Yeah. <laughs> but the shed picks are apparently undefeated. So you can't disrespect the shed. All right, buddy. Let's get a roll in here. Let's find out who was in a bad spot yesterday. Not just living with your parents, but let's find out who was in that spot you don't want to be in. It's that time where you you got a winner. You got a winner. Oh shit, I don't got a winner. You know who you are. You had to pick up the phone and dial 911. It's time to call the cops. All right. All right. Let's find out who got ripped off yesterday, shall we? We're going to start in the NCAA as Chicago State and UT Rio Grande. We're going at it. If you had the over 148 and a half, my God, you're in great shape. They're, they're up all the way through. They're right on schedule. 147 with 204 left. Time to go to the fridge, start rummaging through there, start making your sandwich, and just check out and make sure this game goes over. I just need a couple go more. Go to the basket. Fuck, that's... Oh, that's, oh Jesus. Turn, Do something. Turn over there where you could foul. No. Oh, Scott. It ended, it, it ended 148. They put up one point in two minutes and four seconds. One point. And it wasn't, it wasn't one of those nice even numbers. It wasn't 74-74. You got El Fucko'd there. Time to call the cops. And looking at another college basketball game, if you had UNC Asheville plus five and a half against Winthrop, Winthrop. trailed by two with 16 seconds left with the ball, and you're hoping for one thing, don't go to overtime. Well, UNC Asheville made a shot, and it went to overtime. And the overtime is usually not the fan of the underdog better. And they lost by six. Even at five and a half, five and a half, you think you got a puncher's chance there in overtime, but yeah, you know, didn't get it. Lose there by a half point. Finally, staying in the NCA, if you had Idaho and Weber State under 57 and a half, had 16 points in the final 201. Scramble time! Scramble time! Uh, yeah, game landed 158. You go over by a half. Oh, not good, Scott. Not good at all. Well, there was some good news out there. There were the people that were right where you want to be. You know who you are because you're out there lording your victory over all your friends and neighbors. It's time to find out who was sitting in the rocking chair. So, first one was in hockey. If you had the Blue Jackets on the money line at plus 240 against the Hurricanes, you led one nothing after one, you led 2 nothing after two, and they won 6 to nothing. So you had a plus 240 underdog, and they won by six goals. That's pretty easy. Hey, if you had the uh, Thunder against your net, Scott, plus five and a half. Thunder's I had the Thunder. I had the Thunder. Good play there. Nets, somebody pointed it out yesterday, dreadful at home against the number. Terrible. Didn't change last night, Scott. Thunder led by 17 at the half. They ended up winning by 21. 21. If you had the Thunder plus five and a half, you had the Thunder on the money line. If you had Thunder shirts to keep your dog happy, any of that shit, that all cashed last night. Congratulations, you were in the rocking chair. Well, I speculated since the Nets blew out the Bulls, they would probably not play Durant. We know Kyrie couldn't play. So Harden by himself this year has been awful. So when you're expecting him to put up Houston Rockets type of 40, 15, and 10 games, nope, that haven't happened this year. Nope. They've lost a bunch of games when Durant has not played. But anyway, if you had the Bucks 
minus one against the Warriors. They led by 39 at the half, yeah. which is really just something. And props to the Warriors bench unit. They cut it to 19 to end the game. But the Bucks won by by a lot more than just one point. Too early to start asking what's wrong with the Warriors? Uh, Draymond didn't play. Didn't help. They so were going to get killed anyway. So you're telling defensively that was the main issue. I, the issue that I had with Golden State, I still think that they're going to end up be making a deep run in the playoffs, potentially win the title. They need another score. And you can rely on Curry, who has been a little bit off for the last month, but especially the last couple of games. Clay, of course, is still working himself back. So you're expecting some growing pains there. Wiggins is okay. Uh, potentially an all-star, which I don't know how Wiggins should be an all-star, but you can riddle me that. I, I don't I don't understand that. Jordan Poole's okay. Who else they got? You're giving decent amount of minutes to, to Toscano Anderson and Otto Porter. You need some other guys. I expect Golden State to make a move. You're still waiting for Wiseman to come back to help the front court. But it does feel like they need another guy, potentially off the bench, to give them some scoring. Over 44 in the New England-Buffalo game, says Eric Nesbitt. And he likes the under in the 49ers-Dallas game. We are not going to spend a ton of time on uh, on the NFL playoffs because we did that yesterday. We put a uh, we got to drive we got to drive some views to our NFL video, right, Scott? Uh, something like that. Uh, so check out the NFL video. We did it, and I don't think our opinions have changed in the span of about twelve hours. No, or twenty or twenty four hours. Actually. I'll tell you what the uh, there's a great trend there. If you guys uh, about the playing the under in the first round in the wild card round, it's like. Uh, was it sixteen and three, Scott? Sixteen. Uh, the unders. 16, 16, I want to say it was sixteen three and one. And one. I think okay. it was thirteen two and one, but I'll check. Was it? I thought it was sixteen three. Anyway, it's that it's, was for AFC uh, wild card games, though. Okay. Uh, I heard that you guys are affiliated with picks and parlays and ATS stats. Now, will you be doing content with them? Um, I have not heard. That's news. That's news to me. I, I can't say I knew anything about that. I have not. I have not heard anything that we will be changing our role at all. Um, so we'll see how that goes. Yeah, the, the, uh, there's a uh, the guy that owns uh, um, winners and winners pick pick Papa stats salt also has yeah. interest in uh, um ATS wins. And oh, so. okay. This is all news to me. I did not know this was a thing. There you go. Uh, David Good said, go Chiefs. Enough said. Yeah. Uh, I was talking with Scott before the show about Pittsburgh Steelers Twitter is kind of rein- trying to reinvent the last game. Like, well, if Hayden would have played better and uh, TJ Watt would have had more than one tackle and they wouldn't have recovered all five fumbles, blah, blah, blah. Like, yeah. if, they, if, they, if the team just did the exact opposite of what they did, it would have been a different game. Yeah, I yeah. I don't know how you're supposed to break it down. You were down 30 points basically at halftime. The game was over. If my aunt had balls, she'd be my uncle, Scott. You, ever know, you know that saying? I do not, but oh. I do know. Brownsbacker wants to know where your write-ups are. Where do most of your write-ups go? StatFox? I mean, uh, uh, StatSalt? StatSalt? Yeah, most of them are on StatSalt occasionally. Some get posted to winnersandwiners.com. But StatSalt, if you're not aware, is the sister company. Is that how you want to call it? Sister, sister, sister site, yeah. Sister site, yeah, something like that. So most of my articles go there. Same, same, same format. It's actually the old format um, at, yeah. Stat, at StatSalt. Uh, they thought we owned Winners and Winners. Fuck, I wish. It'd be cool. We do not. I, I do not. We're just working stiffs, man. 
1531, last 11 years. I think I was referring to someone on Pick, Pick Dogs. Oh, somebody on Pick Dogs talking about the company that owns you guys? Mitch, Mitch talking shit again? Motherfucker. You know what? I let him lie. I don't... I, don't... I am so out of the loop, I don't even know who Mitch is. That's you know, how out of the you know, loop I am. You know Mitch Williams is? No idea. No. He's, he's like 65 and he wears fucking rock and roll t-shirts every day. Like, like That a... sounds like the way I want to live, but I mean... <laughs> Like, I can't say that I know him. Like Le- he's got like Led Zeppelin and fucking Grateful Dead T-shirts. That's like, one thing that people can find out about me. Unless something really, really concerns me, I'm really out of the loop on basically everything. Okay, fair enough. That's kind of how I live. All right, that's how you roll. Yep. All right, very good. Hey, uh, man, there was a game yesterday that you had to really wonder if the odds makers were drunk, and we want to talk about it just a uh, just a little bit here, Scott. Let's find out. Uh, Let's find out who was who was drinking, who was hitting those, uh, who was double fisting yesterday in this game. And you know what? I don't I don't really blame them because this is such a fucked up team to try to figure out a total. Hey, odds makers, what the hell? Just throwing darts these days. So the game in question is the Gonzaga BYU game, and Gonzaga is a, a very difficult team. To set a total because you just never quite know what they're going to do uh, if they're going to play with their food if they're going to sub out in the second half. So they set the total. They're trying to they're trying to please everybody. They're putting it at one fifty two. You figure well that covers a couple of different options there. If Gonzaga hey, blows pencil them up. and Gonzaga for like eighty five. Right. Open BYU gives you somewhere in the sixties. Yeah. 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 You know. So it didn't work out too well last night, Scott, because there was hundred and ten points in the first half. And yeah, there was no miracle second half where it ended up going under. They put up 84 in the second half. The game landed 194. Now we did talk about that 110, one of the highest scoring halves we've had in a minute, right? Yeah, I believe it's the second highest first half we've had in like the last five years. Fair enough. But of course, that's not including the random non D1 teams where one team scores 100 in the first half. We're talking about like actual D1 versus D1 teams. Right. It's one of the highest scoring halves in the last couple of years. Okay, very good. Um, so yeah, keep an eye, keep an eye on that. That's just you think that's a lock with that offensive team like that, and then sometimes they just go in the tank, and you're like, I don't even understand what's going on here. See, the thing about Gonzaga is we know talent wise, of course, they were projected to win the championship. They're the favorites right now in the betting markets, even though they were not number one. They're going to be number one again because Baylor lost, of course. But still, Gonzaga is a team that we watched earlier in the year. They lost to Duke. Close game, didn't pull it out, but they showed some, let's just say, uh, vulnerabilities. And now they're playing in conference play, and we know what that means. They're laying about 30, and they're going to win by 60, because that's usually how it goes in the West Coast Conference. If they're killing BYU by 30, the rest of the conference has no shot. Very true. Uh, James Mount says, I'm 69, and I rock rock and roll t-shirts. I'm not talking about what you wear in your off time. You want? I have. I have a. I have a, a closet full of rock and roll T-shirts as well. My point is, it's not really the image that I want to put out there as far as uh, being a professional uh, in the sports betting arena. So you know I what? I can't criticize. It I don't give a I shit. Wore it, t-shirts for like three years. It works. Nobody told me not it, to. It works for him. It's fine. I just. It just. Uh, it's one of those things. I just kind of leave that lie. But if he's 
taking shots across our bow. That may not be a road he wants to go down. I'm just saying. I still don't know who we're talking about. All right. Sure. Well, do some fucking research this afternoon, buddy. What if he's not worth my research? He's not. You'll find out when check, you do the checkmate. research. Checkmate. What's up? <laughs> What's up? What's up? Um, let's find out who the gambling hero. This is this is an outstanding performance. I think and we want to touch on this. Let's find out who it was, Scott. Blow the trumpets, would you? Who the hell is the gambling hero of the day? <laughs> Sir, who is it? So we're going to look at hockey. And if you had New York, the New York Rangers yesterday, minus one and a half or on the puck line, as the kids like to say, at plus 180, you definitely should give a shout out to goalie Igor Shrestegan, who saved all 37 shots as the Rangers beat the Sharks three to nothing. He had an empty net goal late, so it was two nothing pretty much throughout the entire game. But when you have a goalie who pitches a 37 save shutout to help you cash a plus 180 ticket, definitely a gambling hero. Igor's got some bruises on his body today, I'm guessing. He's a hell of a goalie. I'll tell you that much. Great, I can play. Great job. Great job. Great job by the Rangers. Plus 180. Cash those tickets. That's what I'm talking about. Uh, do you guys ever bet on current events other than elections? Curious to hear your opinions. Uh, uh, Scott has some money on Greenland to be the first uh, country visited by aliens, right? Uh, yes, I do have a small sniff of that. Um, yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Yes, I know you don't, but I do. No. I have had some of my biggest gambling successes betting on current event contest. Um, I really well, you said other than elections. I, so that's why I really I really jumped into the pool by betting on American Idol on okay. a and I don't even remember what site it was, but it was on a it was on on a, on a hundred point must system. In other words, it either your stock it was like a stock, and your stock either went to a hundred or it went to zero. So it, and it fluctuated each week on where you got it. So I got uh, I got Elliot Yamin, who ended up finishing I think fourth, and I got like him for pennies on the dollar and sold him for about forty. And it was the year that uh, that Soul Patrol won. Um, the guy with the prematurely gray hair beat Catherine McPhee, and I held him all the way through. I had him like at thirty five, and it went to a hundred, and I had a shit ton of stock in him. So yes, I always look at current event stuff. I've always got sniffs. And shit going on with TV shows and, and Oscars. Um, because I had a cup of coffee in the entertainment business as far as TV. I'm you kind of, know how the people think. Um, I've kind of got... It is... I do have a little bit of a leg up there. I do know how they a lot of them vote and how they think and what they're looking for. So, yeah, it's, it's a lot of fun. Um, Hillary to run. It's a lock. I've seen those stories. Um, you mean, uh, you mean a marathon? <laughs> no, no, no. Um, I, I, I can just say as a fucking human being in America, there's very little I want to see less than or one of the rematches from the past two elections. I don't want to, I don't want to see Donald Trump running against Hillary. I don't want to see Donald Trump running against Joe Biden. My God, is there nobody in this fucking country who is under 60 years old that is a competent human being to hold public office? When you, when, when you have... Hearings in the Senate, and I'm talking about fucking both sides. There's there's no one side that has a fucking monopoly on stupidity. But when you've got to explain to these senators that are 70, 80 years old how the fucking internet works and how ad revenue is generated, 
What the so fuck? So you weren't you weren't a fan of Hillary Clinton's Pokemon Go to the Polls one? Oh fuck! Eight it, years ago, I, you know, <laughs> that's as an all timer. As somebody that's who an all, that's an all timer. As somebody who spent a couple years writing speeches for a politician, some of that shit and the statements they put out just makes me fucking cringe, dude. I got a better question. What haven't you done? What haven't I done? Speeches for politicians. I did. Or doing like comedy show. What the hell haven't you I was done? In, I was in a band for a year. I fronted. I, yeah. fr- I fronted a band for about a year. You know me. You've been touring around. <laughs> I toured. I didn't tour with Meat. I did work with yeah. him. I worked with him one gig in Johnstown, Pennsylvania. And you got to uh, write a book or something. Just a bunch of potpourri. Just, just a bunch ran- of random stuff. Random shit. I know, dude. Yeah. I know. But through it all, through it all, Scott, I've always been a sports better. No matter yeah. wh- no matter what I was doing, I was always betting on sports. So. Um, yeah, I don't know about, I haven't actually looked, I've seen the headlines. I haven't read any of the stories about Hillary running again. It feels like they're just trying to generate shit. I don't know how serious she would be. I, I just, I fucking, I cringe for my country when I see that. I saw according shit. to betting odds, Trump's the favorite again, but I, once again, I'm sure that he's only listed as the favorite right now because the Democrats have no idea who they're actually going to be using. No, and and, oh. and Biden is Biden is having a horrible time in office between uh, not being able to get what he wants his, his agenda through and being the normal, you know, in party or you know, external party fighting with the other party. He's fighting with his all own I, party. All I know it's is not... that when I look at the type of odds that are so far ahead of the next election, I treat it like it's the playoffs in, for example, let's just say baseball, mm-hmm. where one team is already in the World Series and the other two teams are still fighting it out. And the one team that's in it has significantly lower odds than the other team because right. they've already gotten that far. That's kind of like how I feel about the current odds because Trump, I'm assuming, will be the nominee if he wants it. So that's why his odds are so low. And the Democrats have no idea what the hell they're doing. So that's why Trump is currently the favorite, at least in my eyes. Yeah, that's about right. I, I want to know. I want to know what these fuckers are drinking because doesn't any don't any of these people ever die? I mean, and I'm not wishing death on anybody. I'm saying there's. A whole shit ton of politicians that are 70, upper 70s, 80s. God damn. Somebody keel over. You know, Trump's going to be 78 if he runs. Biden will be 82. No. No. I think that's the worst part is when they try to give personal anecdotes in their speeches. And it's like, yeah, when I was this, and when, 1945? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Brad Hunt said, I had Gary Hart's speechwriter as a tutor in college, and he said they all lie like motherfuckers. Dude. That's how I got the job. Dude, I, I used to... Oh, it's it's phenomenal. It's However bad you think it is, it's way worse. However dysfunctional you think Congress and the government is, it's 10 times worse than you think it is. And I, I, I'm, I, not, I'm not going into a full conspiracy, but when it comes to politicians and politics in general, I don't trust anybody. Uh, and these, oh, dude, Magellan Sports, great, great fucking point. Said, and these politicians pass crypto policy. They think crypto is the place where someone's buried. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Can you imagine fucking, you know, like Janet Yellen, the head of the Fed, trying to fucking work with crypto and explain it to fucking Chuck Grassley and Joe Biden? For God's sakes. Okay. All right. Let's get back on it here, guys. Um, James S. talking about Michigan tonight. Going up um, against Illinois. Michigan hasn't played in 10 days, and they're having COVID issues. What do you think of that game, Scott? That's probably the big game of the night, right? Illinois, Michigan? Well, it's definitely the big game in college, because the college card, in case you haven't right. noticed, is kind of awful. It's a little, so fr- it's a little at, Friday nighty. 
a little light, but looking at the actual matchup itself, there's really no reason to like Michigan, just based on the fact that this team has underwhelmed all season long, preseason top 10. Now they're barely above 500. They had the COVID issues. They're on the road. They've been awful on the road. And yet the question I have for you, money's coming on Illinois. They're up from eight to eight to uh, nine and a half. Yep. At what point do you feel a little bit squeamish? Because we know Michigan has more talent than the record indicates, but there are a lot of factors which seems to make Michigan an unplayable option tonight. Yeah. Well, I think there's number one, you've got the big question and, and, and they touched on it in the comment section. You've got them on a nine day layoff. So what is that team going to look mm-hmm. like from a conditioning standpoint? Number, number one, it can't look worse than they did before the layoff. I'll tell you that much. Right. I mean, that's those were man, those were two bad losses to Rutgers in Central Florida. That's that's mm-hmm. especially the Central Florida one. Holy shit! Uh, somebody talking about term limits. Yeah. Problem with term limits. Obviously, the people that fucking pass term limits are the people that would be affected. Yes, I'm wholeheartedly a hundred percent fucking term limits. Uh, term limits on everything. I don't necessarily think the Supreme Court should fucking be there for life and have people in their 80s and 90s making decisions like that. I'd say on everything except our jobs cuz you know, I don't like being replaced. <laughs> no, no, that's no, we don't need to get term limit out, but yeah, politicians mm-hmm. I, we have term limits in Missouri for our representatives and governor it works fucking great. It's fine. I'm waiting for electoral college odds. What's I can bet them now. I want to. It's just free money. That's right. Uh, we'll we'll definitely talk about the elections as as it gets closer because well for starters unless something changes dramatically, uh, twenty twenty two is going to be a bloodbath for the Democrats. So you, you everything you we, should, we also won everything win. from our election show that we ended up doing. I don't we think did. we lost a single thing. Nope, nope. <laughs> um, Kofi uh, Kofi Kober will end up eating the Michigan Center. That's the thing because it's him versus Dickinson. I mean, Dick, that's really the matchup you got to talk about. Right, and and that's the, the the thing. The problem with Michigan is. Well, there's a couple of problems. Number one, Dickinson ain't getting much help. Um, the, yeah. the kid they brought in from Coastal Carolina to play the point, that ain't working out. And uh, so, but you have to look at, it, it's like it, it's like when uh, you, you come up with a, with a, with a team with, with one really good player, your first question should be, who's going to guard him? Well, in the case of Illinois, obviously it would be Kofi Coburn. And that's going to be, uh, uh, he's going to have his hands full because Coburn's a, a grown man. That's, that, shit's, that shit's for real. So, yeah. Uh, for me, it's Illinois or pass. You? I like first uh, half is boy. good too. Yeah, first half I agree with, especially with the actual layoffs. So you expect Michigan to come out flat. I don't know if I really trust this Illinois team enough to actually lay basically 10 against Michigan because Illinois is a team. Maybe it's Brad Underwood. I think he's an okay coach. But last year's team, for example, was way too talented to lose in the second round of the tournament. Right. I don't think he's a very good coach. I don't, I'm not sure how good Juwan Howard is. So there's a lot of questions going on. You know what? I'll be a little bit different. No, I, can, I actually can't do it. Give me Illinois. Okay. I wanted to make a case. I can't do it. Bronco, Just give me Illinois. Bronco Devil says term limits on those haircuts. What the fuck? Who the... We're having, I just got one, so we're having I, a, I, I just got a brand new term. We're having a nice Friday fucking show here, and then he just jumps in and blows shit up. What the fuck? Bronco, man? is it term limits or perm limits? Thank you. Thank you. Good night. Thank you. I see you haven't shaved for like three hours, too, so that's good. Mm-hmm. I could, my, my kid would kill for that kind of growth. I think he just wants to fucking grow. It doesn't he, even grow in that smooth, though. It just, just stops like over here. I get nothing. So. Uh, Wisconsin. Oh, you see, Wisconsin surprisingly is the class of the Big Ten. I would argue Illinois is the class of the Big Ten right now. 
Uh, I could, you can make a case for Wisconsin, though. I don't hate that. I mean, you can make a case for Purdue, but Wisconsin beat Purdue at Purdue, so I can't mm-hmm. really make a case for them in this case. Oh, boy. Wisconsin has been really good. I mean, there's no way to, to deny that. Michigan State has won a bunch of games in a row as well. I do kind of want to see how Michigan State fares in the rest of the Big Ten. We know the Big Ten has a bunch of quality teams. In the tournament, not so much. A lot of them usually struggle around the Sweet 16 time, but they have a lot of teams that could make a potential Elite Eight Final Four run. Yep, agreed. J.C. Stone said they've spent all their time trying to get reelected. You have no idea, dude. I would, I would, mm-hmm. I would categorize it as eighty to eighty-five percent of their time fundraising and contacting donors, and fifteen percent legislating. That's that's about how. That's the reality. That's what. That's the dirty little secret that people don't know. Um, Scott, anything else on the card tonight? I know we talked to college. You talked about the NBA. Anything on the college or the NBA card? Or uh, you got any you got any hockey plays? What do we got? Uh, I told you before the show. My my son finally hit his Islanders under parlay last night that he's been swinging at every fucking game. I think this season. Uh, Islanders though, three zero and one. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, three zero and one. Last four, starting to play some hockey. Any value? Any value on the Ducks at plus one forty five? There going up against the Wild. Uh, yeah, I think there is. Of course, Minnesota, we know, is a very solid home team. I'm not going to pretend that they're not. They're actually insane at home. They're 11-4 and four straight up. Right. Now, Anaheim is about 500 on the road. Uh, actually, no, they're, they're worse, including the overtime losses. They're 7-10. and 10. But the way I see it is anytime you have Gibson and Net, you got a shot to win a plus money because there is a chance that Gibson just stands on his head and has a great game. Talbot has been okay this season. He's been pretty good. Uh, Kakinen's been pretty good as well. I think Minnesota will probably win the game, but if you want to talk about a value play, I don't mind getting the better goalie at about plus 145. Okay. All right. Very good. Somebody asking about the uh, Dallas, Florida over six and a half. There's one game we got to talk about, though, in hockey, because we, we, we got to bring it up because there are some sports where even in money line parlays, I will never lay a certain amount of juice. Minus 590 with Colorado? 590. That was about two hours ago. They're minus 700. Oh, shit. I still got it. Yeah, They're about minus 650 in hockey. The Avalanche are minus 650. Now, they're playing Arizona. So, yeah, puck, so of puck line at minus 350 or something? They're not playing an actual opponent. They're playing the Coyotes. Oh. But on principle, don't you have to play the Coyotes plus one and a half, plus two and a half? something yeah i can't play i can't play colorado minus 700 that's crazy no 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 way no way it's like it's like playing a a fucking baseball team at minus 400 or something and people think you know of course colorado 14 and 3 at home arizona four uh four and 13 on the road that is true but we know in hockey all it takes is one really good performance by either a goalie. a goalie, yeah, or in baseball, a, a starting pitcher. Yep. And suddenly, you got a real shot to win the game. Is Arizona going to win? Probably not. But you're going to give me plus five hundred in a hockey game. I'm not going to say no. Yeah. Ben Campbell. Ben Campbell. Into a lotto parlay. Ben Campbell. Can- do something. Ben Campbell says what we're all thinking. That's Arizona on the money line. Fuck yeah. You just take a swing. I don't mind it. it. No. What's the worst that happens? You you bet a quarter unit on a five to one play. Who oh. cares? Yeah. Exactly right. Uh, Bill says that's the most juice I've ever seen. Me too. And again, I'm not a I'm, I'm I haven't I'm not a 30 year hockey better. I've come to it relatively late here in the last couple three years, but it's the, it's the most I've seen in my limited career. Scott, I know you have a lot more experience with betting hockey. 
if I was going to bet the Avalanche, I would bet props. I would take McKinnon goal. I would take some random guys ranting and maybe to score. But the point is when you start to try to find value with the lines, what's the best value you're going to find there? Like Colorado minus three and a half. You're going to take a team total and just hope they score six goals. Yeah, that's what like, I'm I saying. I don't know. Yeah. So I'd probably look for some player props and hope McKinnon or Rantanen or Landis Cog or even Kale McCarr score a couple goals. You can probably find some player prop value. Bronco Devil says it never lay more than 160. Uh, not a bad strategy as a rule. All rules are meant for to be hockey, broken. For hockey, you can make some exceptions with COVID. I think COVID's an exception where you can look at the Sabres, for example. I know they won yesterday, but they're using like their seventh goalie this season. They signed a couple of backups the other day. If one of the backups are starting, who clearly should not be in the league, you can make a serious argument that they should be like plus. 300 jc stone uh asking you a question there scott you want to address that uh yes uh i see a tennis question for australian open in the wta uh contavite to win the quarter to make to win her quarter at plus 550 i don't mind it very talented player of course women's tennis is a crapshoot where it seems like anybody can be upset at any time but she's definitely in great form she's a top 10 top 20 player in the world so i do I do actually like that value. I did make a bet, though. I did make a bet on the Australian Open yesterday. I One of the perks of being up at 5 in the morning was hearing about the Novak Djokovic news of him getting potentially deported again. So I did what anybody should do. I bet Medvedev to win the tournament because if Djokovic's odds are still available, and of course, when you bet futures, all bets are final. I'm not betting Djokovic if, if he might not be there. I'll bet the best player not named Djokovic, which is Medvedev, at plus 175. Bron- that's the way I have to do it, isn't it? Bronco Devil says your minus 225 Vrabel is question mark. Are we supposed to fill in the blank here? Um, a lo- I did that too. A lock. We both did. We're limited. Yeah, unfortunately. Lim- I, had, I, had the, I told you I had the audacity to try to bet 450 on it. They went, no, fuck off. It's- unfortunately, they have the, yeah. let's just say... The wherewithal to put a, a pretty low max on that bet that yeah. I found. I'm still looking around. I'm looking for DraftKings, looking for FanDuel. The truth is, even if it goes up to, let's just say, minus 500, who cares? Yeah. We talked about this with the TJ Watt uh, awards when it came to defensive player. It was minus 600. Thanks for the free money. Yeah. Like, it doesn't matter what it is. Bet the it. max, you win. Lay it. Lay it. It's... Nobody else is nobody else is winning uh, uh, defensive player of the year. Nobody else is winning coach of the year. Texas isn't voting uh, Democrat. Uh, California is not. California is not voting Republican. Right, minus three thousand. You know what that means? It means bet thirty thousand dollars. You're going to win. Yeah, do it. That's all that means. Do it. Um. Yeah. Everybody's talking about the juice. I mean, we'll talk about that as, as the baseball season approaches about how much juice. One sixty, one fifty, one sixty is my number that I really start to get hinky. Now, again, every rule deserves to be broken, and you get some of these matchups with these just dreadful pitchers that you just know how it's going to go. Uh, I might lay some big numbers. I'm, I'm more likely to take the run line, though. But yeah, so- the Orioles are throwing out Matt Harvey for the first three months of the season. Like There oh. are a couple of exceptions where you can lay some decent numbers. But in hockey, all it takes is one really bad bounce, a couple power plays here and there. There's just way too many variables for me to, to lay 700. With a hockey team. Did I just you, can't do it. Did you read the Edelman story about uh, putting 100 grand on the uh, Patriots? See, Bucks I don't Super think Bowl? it's a story because if you look at the tweet, he gives a shout out to WinBet. He's obviously sponsored. 
Like this isn't a legitimate bet. They're clearly paying him to advertise for the company. They're probably paying him a hundred thousand dollars. So young, so cynical, Scott. So young. I'm just so saying, when you give a shout out and you put the at, you tag the sports book you use, I'm assuming it's sponsored. That's all I'm saying. Hot take. Uh Magellan Sports says Edelman will lose that this weekend. I don't I don't necessarily doubt that. There's read the stats on Josh Allen at below 32 degrees. It ain't good. It ain't good. Now, you know he says, well, he's a Wyoming quarterback. Fair enough. He's a California kid. He's he comes from the he comes from the uh the Inland Empire in California, raised up in the I know you the had the numbers. I don't know if you still have them in front of you, I, but the Allen numbers when weather's below about 30, I do. they're really, really bad. Um, At least passing. Of course, his running ability is going to give him some value no matter what. Right. But when it comes to his, let's just say, decision-making and his, let's just say, tendency to make risky throws in bad weather... I do really like Allen to throw an interception in this game. I'll do it real. I'll do it real quick. Or I do have him in front of me still. Uh, 63.3% completion rate this season, averaging 259.2 passing yards per game. In cold, that's, in, that's an overall. That's not the bad weather. That's overall. That's this season, right? Uh, in cold weather games, 32 degrees or less, 50.3 down from 63.3, and 166.6 yards down from 259.2. Six down, six TD passes, seven interceptions in those five games. The so. seven interceptions is telling. He threw three interceptions against Atlanta secondary. We know that Belichick's going to give him unique looks. They're going to make it uncomfortable for him. They're going to expect a bunch of adjustments after he torched them in the final meeting in the regular season. I do think that Allen to throw a pick, even if you think that New England's going to win, or even if you think Buffalo's going to win, I do think it'll be a close game, and I do think you will see some ugly quarterback play in bad weather. If you can find a decent price, I'd say below 130. Yeah. I think that's definitely worth a shot, taking a Belichick defense to force a turnover. Agree. And one more here before we rock and roll. Nathan Cerna talking about the Buffalo-Ball State game. We had uh, we had talked about that as a possible bet the farm. I know you are a lot less high on Buffalo than I am. I think uh, Ball State's alive to win the game. Um, I, I like the... Uh, I, I like the Bulls here. I think I think they're playing good ball. They uh, ended up uh, sneaking out of cover the other night against Western Michigan. Um, they played played really well in the role on the road. Um, I have not been. I don't think Ball State's good, but when you're going to give me a total in the one sixties, yep, in a game between two teams that don't really play much defense, I do think Ball State at home has a shot to win the game. Yeah, and and they have uh, they've done well at home. They're in conference. They their last three they went Eastern Illinois, Bowling Green, Kent State, and they uh, ended up covering all of those. So uh, a couple of them they lost as small dogs, or uh, and uh, ended up beating the number. But they did take care of business against Eastern Illinois. So we'll see. I like this Buffalo team. Uh, I'll know a lot more about them after tonight's game. I would for me it's Buffalo or pass, and I think you're the other way, right? By the way, people asking about the sample size on your Allen stats, those were three bad weather games this season? Five. Or was it four? Five. It five bad weather games? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, agreed. So it's, it's only this season, but he has not done well in that environment. And let's 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 face facts, guys. As if, if you're into statistics and if you've had statistics class and everything everything we do as handicappers is a is a statistically insignificant. It's, insig- it's a statistically insignificant sample size. 
Yeah. You know, they talk about baseball stats. You need like uh, two years of of fucking hits of of at bats to really make a judgment about somebody. So, all right, Scott, let's do it to it here as we wrap up the show for this week, and uh, let's see if we can wrap it up on a uh, on a winning note, my friend. I know it's a uh, it's time. It's Friday. Got a big weekend NFL. Probably my favorite NFL weekend of the year coming up. I'm excited about that. But before we do it, we got a little change of wardrobe, Scott. We need everybody put on those overalls, grab your straw hat, put that corn cob pipe. We're jamming that motherfucker right in there. Climb up on your John Deere, fire that green monster up, kids, because once again, it is time to do what? Time to bet the farm. All right, Scott, we uh, talked a lot about certain games. There's one game that we totally avoided until now. What's the bet the farm play this weekend, my friend? So we're going to the NBA, and it's going to be the matchup between the Hawks and the Heat. And we like the Heat, minus four available from our pals at Caesars. But you're looking at the actual performance by both teams recently. Miami has won each of its last three games by at least six points. Meanwhile, Atlanta is in complete freefall mode. The Hawks have lost seven of their last nine games with each of those seven losses coming by at least five points. So they have been getting blown out and you're looking at Miami defensively significantly better than Atlanta. Miami ranks sixth in defensive efficiency. Atlanta ranks 28th. These teams actually played against each other in Atlanta two days ago and Miami won by 24 plus Jimmy Butler has been out for the last couple of games. There are some rumors he might be back in this game. So Miami might be even healthier. Atlanta's in free fall mode. Capella's also going to be out. Give us the heat at home. Really good home team, minus four. Yep. Uh, and I had this as a premium the other day. And one of the things I liked about it the best was the fact that the Capella's out. So the one advantage they might have since Miami's missing out of bio, uh, they, they're not able to execute on it because they're missing their big man in the, in the middle as well. So there you go. That's going to do it for uh, Bet the Farm. That's going to do it for this week, guys. It's a weird weekend, Scott. You and I have no videos to do on Saturday. We're usually doing our NFL stuff on Saturday. Uh, no more college football. It's, uh, it's weird. We're going to just have time to watch the football game. So that'll be fun. Make some plays there. So, uh, yeah, hopefully you'll have some fun. Hopefully everybody out there will have some fun. As always, guys, thanks very much for checking us out. We do appreciate it. Um, good luck on all of your plays this weekend. Hope every one of those tickets in your pocket turns into cash money. When you head back to the window, you guys have a great day. Don't forget to come back and see us do it every day, 3 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Central, as we do our best to help you head back to the window. Take care, everybody.